Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today, we've got a crazy story of an entire entitled family getting banned from a property. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Entitled Kid gets KO'd. So I live on a ranch and we own some cattle. Hay has been really expensive lately, so we needed to sell some cows to afford hay. We had a listing on Facebook Marketplace and some other places about cattle for sale. We had some cows ready for butcher, so we put them in another pen. A lady DMs us and asks if she can come to the property and take a look. We agreed on a time and then discussed what type of cows we had. The day the lady was supposed to arrive, she seemed to be running late. We waited and she didn't show up. Later, she apologized for not showing up and she asked if she could swing by the next day. I told her that I was going to be doing some busy work, but I'll probably be free later in the day, so it was settled. Next day, I was running some hay to our cows and when I pulled into the driveway, her car was there. I get out and immediately I met with, Where have you been? I said, Oh, you're here early. I said I was doing some stuff with the cows, but I've got time to do this real quick. So I take her to the pen and she looks in. She points to the other pen and says, Why are they separated? Shouldn't these guys be together? I said, Oh no, we're butchering them this summer, so we put them in there so we can fatten them up a bit. She said, Butcher? You torture these wonderful creatures? No, I'm not one to judge someone who's against animal abuse. In fact, I'm with them. Some of these big industries do treat their animals badly, and it's a problem. I am one not to do that. Cows give us food so I make sure that my cows are taken care of properly. But what is this lady expecting? I don't care if people like meat or don't or eat it or not, I could give two craps. But she came out to a ranch, a cattle ranch. There's bound to be cows heading for butcher. I said, oh ma'am, I assure you, these cows are treated like kings. I make sure their death is quick and painless, but these are the cows you're looking for. She just scoffed. I take her by the pen we're supposed to be looking at, So how is this Karen an entitled parent? Well, she had a kid in her car. She was buying him a cow as a pet. She had a small trailer, probably only big enough for one cow. At this point, she called him out of the car. She said, so which one do you like? The kid says, I like that one. The kid had pointed to a calf. This calf was too young to be weaned, taken from his mom, so he would have to be sold with his mom. I said, if you want that one, you're going to have to buy that red Angus right there. That's his mom and he's too young to leave her yet. The entitled parent with a disgusting look said, So I have to buy both? I said yes ma'am, but since she's a mom, she's very protective. So let's find another cow. The kid says, but mom, I want that one. She says, my baby wants that one. He's just so cute and small, I don't want to get anything too big. I said, so if that's the case, you should go look for some miniature cows. I know some sellers and I can get you their contact information. She says, yeah, but I'm already here. The kid says, mommy, can I go pet the cow? I say, no. She says, sure, sweetie. What's the big deal? He just wants to pet the cow. Rule number one with cattle, be aware of your surroundings. If you see a cow with a calf and the mom is high-headed, don't go near it. This kid's too young to understand, but his mom is too freaking stupid to look out for her darn kid. 
Now, the mom of the calf this kid went to go pet is a total witch. She will not put up with anything. So the kid crawls under the panel, and he looked to be about 10 or so. Well, I had to try and go into the pen, but I needed a cattle prong. A cattle prong is a long rod that delivers a light shock to the cattle. It's the equivalent of a shock collar to dogs, except it's just long so people can stay safe and keep their distance. Her son goes to touch the calf, and the mom is giving all the warning to stay the freak away. He gets close to the calf, and it freaks out. Cow kicks to the side, not to the back like a horse. So the calf kicked this kid square in the side of the head. He fell over and started screaming. So is his mom. I hate to say it, but it felt so good to see that entitled Karen see what happens when her dumb butt doesn't listen to professionals. But now with all the screaming, the rest of the cattle are wound up. I get my cattle prong, rush into the pen, and as the mom was about to start charging this poor kid, I start herding her away from him and I get him out of the pen. I gave him back and told her to get the freak off my property. She started yelling at me, but I just tuned her out. I can't stand people like that. Moral, listen to the people who know what they're talking about. 100% that kid is incredibly lucky that they lived to tell that tale. Not only that, but they're lucky they didn't have any apparent signs of issues. A cow kick straight to the head of a 10-year-old? A lot of situations, I'd imagine that would be enough to put them to sleep, and that is putting it nicely. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, couple holds up line because they won't make their kids stop flossing. You all know what flossing is, right? That dance that started on Fortnite? Well, I was going out to lunch. I had an hour for work and stopped at this restaurant I really wanted to try. I was going to order to go and then take it back to eat at work. Well, the place was a bit busy, but nothing too crazy. Things were moving pretty quickly and I was quickly at second to order. The family in front of me consisted of a mom, dad, and two boys around the ages of 5 and 10. The parents were taking a while to order in general, but I didn't mind. There were four of them, but then they got to the 10-year-old. He'd been flossing the entire time they were in line, and when his mom asked him what he wanted, he just continued to dance. She kept asking him over and over again to look at the menu and what he wanted, but he just kept dancing. The dad was off in his own world, the 5-year-old was just standing there being a 5-year-old. This went on for far too long. The mom, and by default the dad, just let the kid keep dancing. Finally, he stopped and looked at the menu. The family taking another good time to order. They were the kind of couple that asks a lot of questions that are borderline unnecessary. The whole ordeal was frustrating to watch, especially since I was on a crunch time. Like, come on, people. Either tell your kid to stop or order for him and he gets what he gets. I would say the kid was on the spectrum, but I've met people and have family members who are on the spectrum, and this kid's behavior afterwards signaled that he was just a kid who didn't listen, and his parents didn't know how to discipline. I'm willing to bet it was probably a little bit of ADHD, maybe hyperactive, and also a combination of what OP said at the very end, how their parents just don't know how to keep them in check. They're just not very responsible with their kid or they don't think it's a big issue. Also, it's a small quirk, but it always bothers me when people say, oh, it's this dance from Fortnite. I would say just about every dance you think came from Fortnite came from something probably well before Fortnite. For those who know Fortnite a little bit, even the default dance in Fortnite is taken from a 2006 Scrubs episode. Our next story is, mom thinks her kids should be her best friends. 
She's driving me crazy. My mom has several kids and none of us are close to her for various reasons. She's constantly wanting to move closer to whichever kid she thinks is going to move somewhere that she might enjoy. I told her last year I was thinking of moving to X state and she tells my sister I invited her to move with us. Not in our house, but to follow us and live nearby. When I told her I wanted to move near my BFF, she said, You can't. Then you'll want to spend more time with her than me. Duh. She's my best friend, and my hubby and kids love her and her kids. Fast forward, she moves out of state alone, proceeds to buy all sorts of unnecessary stuff for when people visit that she doesn't need and is on a fixed income. I tell her I'm hoping to move this year, and when I mention where... She immediately Googles to see how far that is from her town, then asks how far I am from BFF, and her next comment is, I wish you were moving closer to me than her. Not just closer to me, but specifically closer to her than my friend. Seriously, I just can't with this woman. It's definitely not OP's burden to bear, but it would be nice to try to find some way to get her involved in trying to make her own friends. I think it's very clear that she's probably very lonely, she's probably pushed a lot of people away. Her immediate family and her kids are probably the last ones left because it's hard to, you know, ditch your mom truly behind. This next story is, mother-in-law calls my mother to accuse her daughter of poor parenting. My mother, who's the normal one in the story, called me today shortly after lunch to tell me that my partner's mother had called her at work, stating to her boss it was an emergency concerning her child. Now, I have a school-aged sister, so my mother was worried sick in the moment that my sister had been injured at school. However, it was to tell my mother that she plans on trying to take my partners and my child away from us because she cut contact with her parents after realizing the abusive relationship her parents have had with her and her siblings their entire life. Why does she feel entitled to attempt to take our child away from us because she was abusive to my partner? And why does she think it's okay to call my mother and make her worry about her own children? I would definitely say just start keeping a record of this kind of behavior. Lying over the phone, the threats, if there's any kind of documentation or statements you want to make about the way they treated your partner when they were growing up. If they make any threats or accusations, you should just note all of this down. If any kind of authorities are notified, make sure you have any reports or like physical documentation of these false reports. It'll definitely help a lot when you're trying to build a case up against this awful person. Our next story is, my parents are trying to control where I go with my life, I need some advice and help. Hi, I'm a 19 year old male who's about to hoping to enter university this year. But the problem is my parents forced me to apply for medicine. I didn't get in the first time, and they made me apply again, but with biomedical engineering as backup. It seemed to me that my god doesn't want me to go there, and not only that, I've never been interested with healthcare in the smallest capacity, only the technological side of it. I've always been interested in technology and computer science, and did very well at it at GCSE and very good at maths. These are skills, especially maths, that they know I have but want me in a field where I won't need masks that much. Every time when I was little, I would tell them about a tech idea or draw up my own blueprints of them, and they would just laugh at me. At the time, I didn't think much of it and thought they were happy, but as I've grown and their recent attitude towards what major I do, I can see that they were just mocking me the whole time. My second application for med seems unsuccessful again, even though I have and exceed the grade requirements. 
but they said that hopefully the biomedical engineering majors are accepted and afterwards I'll study medicine afterwards. It doesn't even make sense to me. It's not something I want to do. And then they gaslight me with things like, we hope you look after us with your first paycheck. My mom even said I want you to give me a thousand British pounds from it as well. I feel so cornered and constricted. Even the money for my summer job is in my dad's account because they refused to help me set up one before and because I have no proof of address yet, I can't set it up. So I'm just stuck in so many areas. After doing my own research, I've started coding and taking courses and they ask me why I'm doing it and scoff at me learning these things and it's starting to piss me off. I hope to get the biomedical engineering but change course to computer science and maths combined major but I don't know if I should tell them and how to change without being betrayed and inadvertently shunned by them. I don't know what to do. Please, I need some sort of advice on how to navigate this. If there are any questions, do ask so I can make my situation clearer if need be. I say honestly life is too short and OP honestly needs to put their foot down and go for a career in a field that they want to be in. OP says time and time again that they express that they want to go into a different field, but that their parents don't care and they made them apply for medicine. I would say straight up, just go against what they're saying and apply for something entirely different. I think the real issue here is I don't know if OP is truly taking full reins of the situation themselves. Like I'm wondering if OP is kind of sitting back and allowing their parents to do like all the paperwork. How else could OP be in a position where they forced them to apply for medical over anything else? Our next story is threatened because of a haircut. I'm not sure this belongs here or am I the jerk, but this happened a few weeks ago. Me, 19 year old male, stepdad referred to as dad for simplicity, male 52, mom, female 46, and girlfriend, female 19. So a bit of context, I'm currently living at home but actively searching for a place to live in secret from my parents. My dad was active duty military but is now in the reserves and guards the gates of our local military base and has some form of PTSD from his active duty years but refuses to admit it or seek help for it and I'm usually the target of his angry outbursts. My mom graduated nursing school last year and is currently working as a nurse. She and my dad have been married for 11 years and had my little sister, 8 years old, And due to his relationship with his previous children not working out, he has a hyper fixation on keeping her happy, but has always been somewhat standoffish towards me. But that's a story for another time. Let's get into what happened. One morning, after I put my sister on the bus, I decided to just chill out for the day before going over to my girlfriend's house that evening, because it was my first day off in a while since I worked two jobs. My dad was leaving for work, and before he did, he told me I needed to get a haircut that day. I told him I can't afford one and I just got one two weeks prior so my hair was still short. He said he didn't care and to just borrow money from your mom or your girlfriend. Just get it done, no excuses. Then he left. About an hour later I call my mom and let her know what's up. She sighs but doesn't fight it but I told her to hang on. I called the barber shop I go to and asked if my guy was working that day. He was not. That's an issue because every other barber in the area has either messed up my hair really bad or refuses to touch my hair due to the fact that I'm mixed and have thick curly hair and they're afraid they'll mess it up. So I call my mom back and let her know my guy isn't working today but I know he will be tomorrow. She says okay and to just go the next day. 
so we go on with our day. After my mom gets home from work, I head out to my girlfriend's house at about 5 p.m. About 15 minutes after I get to her house, my mom calls me and says, Do they have hair clippers there? I say, I don't think so. Why? She says, Pop says, if you don't come home with a haircut, he's cutting your hair off. My girlfriend overhears this and having heard what I go through with him all the time says, What the freak? No, you're not going to let him do that to you. That's abusive as freak. Mom says, am I on speakerphone? I say, no. She says, I'm going to go. I'm tired of getting yelled at today. Click. I'm dumbfounded at this point, but quickly snap out of it remembering the man I'm dealing with and how common this sort of thing is for him. And look at my girlfriend. Admittedly, I looked for clippers in her house, even dog clippers. And when I couldn't find any, I got desperate enough to ask her to cut my hair with scissors. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you have to understand how much this man scares me. He and I are of similar heights, but he's much stronger than I am and much more intimidating, and he knows it. He's punched me in the chest before because I wasted his tire shine for his car. And rather than normal punishments, he would have me do military exercises for three to four hours. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hours over any little thing. Woke up late? Exercise. Dishes weren't done? Exercise. Wearing clothes I don't like? exercise. At one point, he grabbed me by my collar and held me up against a wall in front of all of our family friends because he thought I sighed at him. But anyway, after I can't find any clippers, my girlfriend tells me to stop and relax. She told me not to go home if he's threatening me like that. I told her I didn't have a choice. I had work the next day. My uniform was at home and since I'd started my second job so recently, I couldn't call out. After a while of talking, we decided to go pick up my clothes for work and to go back to her house, since her mom told me I could stay with them for a little while. So I called my mom back and I told her what I was going to do, and she lost it. No, come home. I said I'm not coming home to being shaved bald. She said, please come home, I'll talk to him. I said, no, I'm coming to grab my clothes and staying here for the night. She says this will only make things worse. I said, I don't feel safe there tonight. Mom said, freak you, click. I get in my car and tell my girlfriend to follow me and hers. At this point, it's about 7.45 p.m. As we start driving, my mom calls me back. Please come home. I talked to him and he promised to keep it civil. I said, I'm grabbing my clothes and leaving. Girlfriend is coming with me. She said, no, she's not. Keep her away from my house or I'll call 911. I said, she's here to make me feel safe. She said, if you think you're leaving in that car, then you're wrong. 
that's not your car. That's the car we let you use. I said, okay, girlfriend's in her car, so we'll just take hers back to her house. My mom starts going on about how this is going to make her have a stroke. If I don't come home, she's going to call an ambulance on herself and that I'm putting her in a really bad position. Unfortunately, I eventually cave and tell her I'm coming home and hang up. I then call my girlfriend who's been driving behind me the whole time and tell her the deal. She tells me not to, but I tell her what my mom said about having a stroke and since she's had them before, how it's very likely. She doesn't like the idea, but I tell her to wait at the front of my neighborhood for at least an hour. If she felt like leaving after that, then she could, but if I didn't call her at 1am to tell her I'm okay, to call the police. She agrees and that's what we did. I walk into the house and my mom hugs me while crying. My sister is still confused on what's going on, but after my mom's scene, we go to my bathroom and she shapes up my beard a little. The only thing that really needed to be done. And about an hour later, my dad gets home. Things didn't remain civil like she said. He started yelling at me about how I never listen, threatens me saying me and him could go outside and fight right now, and says he's not afraid of jail time because he's served it before. Says he's poured 10 years of his life into me and that he's going to get something out of it, whether it's me getting a good job and supporting myself, or him kicking my butt. He reiterates the fact that he's not my dad and he never will be. He doesn't let me call him dad, he makes me call him pops. That was the first conversation we had ever had and it was when I was 8. He tells me there was only one man in this house and it's him. So if I want to act like a man, to go out into the real world and act like one. And while I was in his house, I am to do whatever he says, because even if he asks me to do something, he's not really asking me. He's telling me to do it in just a nicer way. While this is going on, my mom doesn't intervene or say anything. He then tells me for my own safety to never yell at his wife ever again. I go downstairs to my room after all this and call my girlfriend to let her know I'm okay. For reference, he started yelling at me at 9.20 and I called her at 11.30. I was standing there getting yelled at for over two hours. A few weeks later and I'm still at home. I'm very much so looking for a place to live, but I'm stuck here for at least a few more months. I have more stories and might end up posting them here eventually. It goes without saying, but Opie needs to be far away from that situation. And all of this emotional manipulation should not be a reason for OP to stick through it any longer than they have to. Honestly, I think OP's mom is the way they are, even potentially with the health issues, because they have to put up with this guy that is so stress-inducing. I've dealt with people who in my life have basically said what amounted to the same thing of, I'm not really asking you, I'm telling you to do it in a nice way. And let me tell you, once they were away from being immediately in my life, you very quickly realize how much less stress there is, and also how little you really do want to engage with that person ever. Our next story is, an entitled family loses their private club membership and gets banned from the property. For context, I've been working at a resort restaurant for almost four years that also operates as a private club for members. As you'd probably expect, most if not all of our members are very rich people who usually either own or manage some major successful business or inherited money from a family member. Despite their privilege, however, it hasn't stopped these people from being kind and respectful towards the staff and guests. They're honestly really sweet people most of the time 
and only ever act entitled when they feel they haven't been given the basic treatment expected for any guest at our hotel. Even the owner himself, who visits every so often, doesn't ask for anything outrageous if he knows he can't get it from us. That doesn't mean entitled types aren't uncommon, but even still, their behavior doesn't last long. They can demand a manager all they want, but a manager can still say no and get away with it. This is because no matter how much they scream or cry, throw their money or titles around, or act like a jerk, our resort still puts the happiness of their staff over money. As the HR rep at my recent annual training said, no matter how important our members are or how much money they spend, that doesn't give them the right to treat others badly or act like they're better than those around them. We have no tolerance for that. So pull up a chair and get your popcorn because I'm about to tell you the three-part story about how a family of three, a daughter, a mother, and a father, had their memberships completely revoked and their faces plastered on a do not serve sign because they decided to throw a fit and threaten staff, managers, and eventually even one of the big bosses himself. Let's begin. Side note, this took place in a different restaurant, a sports bar, and was told to me by a bartender who had connections there. I know the important details and not any fluff, so keep that in mind. Chapter 1. The Daughter Gets Fired The story starts when a new girl, Heather, was hired to work as a waitress at a sports bar. Heather had known about the job through her parents, Mrs. Karen and Mr. Kevin, who were both members at our resort. Hiring children of members actually isn't uncommon since whenever the parents needed their child to get a job, they would automatically consider the resort due to their connections. However, you don't get any extra perks for being both a member and employee here. One night when Heather was working, the bar got hit really hard and it was an all-hands-on-deck kind of situation. So imagine the surprise when a frantic waitress ran across a table where Mrs. Karen, Mr. Kevin, and Heather were all sitting. Heather was happily laughing with her parents, eating food, drinking a cocktail, a massive no-no by the way for a multitude of reasons, and generally just slacking off. The employee walks up and says to Heather, Hey, what are you doing? You're supposed to be working. I need your help here. Heather brushes the employee off and says, I can't. I'm spending time with my parents right now. The employee responds, You can't do this. We're in the middle of a shift. Please help me. Heather repeats her refusal. Leave me alone. I'll work when my parents are gone. Her parents didn't say much as far as I can remember. So the employee, red-faced, did what any other person would do in this situation and told one of the managers, who was furious. When the manager approached the table, she was even angrier. Maybe it was the cocktail her employee was holding, or the fact that Heather had misbehaved before, but the manager fired Heather that night and sent her home. I can't remember whether the parents were there or not at that moment, but I recall being told that once or twice, they called to complain how it was unfair their child was fired because insert reason here. However, it wouldn't be the last time they intervened. Chapter 2 Mrs. Karen Gets Dragged Out of the Bar by Security About a week had passed since Heather was fired, and it's just a normal day for the sports bar. As typical, the employees just started arriving for work and started preparing the bar and restaurant area for the guests who'd be arriving in an hour. Among those employees was the manager for that day, who I'll call Alice. Alice was actually one of the main managers of the sports bar and was very good at her job. I'd worked with her once before, and she's one of the kindest and most loving ladies you'd ever have the pleasure of working with. 
She was helping the employees with their duties when the doors to the bar opened unexpectedly. A guest coming into the bar before opening wasn't uncommon, but this wasn't any normal person. It was a very, very angry Mrs. Karen, who immediately upon entering the bar started screaming at the staff, My daughter has COVID and now she's sick. I bet she got it from one of you, didn't she? I can't believe you monsters would do that to her. You got her fired and then you get her sick? Don't you know who I am? For the record, this happened in mid to late 2020 when COVID-19 was still a big issue. Masks were mandatory for businesses and vaccines weren't even available to the public yet. The staff immediately stopped what they were doing and started watching. Keep in mind, this sports bar was actually one big massive room, so everyone there could see and hear everything. Alice tried to approach Mrs. Karen and asked her to calm down and to leave because they weren't open yet. However, Mrs. Karen kept screaming and making a major scene out of everything. Alice shifted to a more strict tone, insisting Mrs. Karen leave or she'd get security involved. That's when Mrs. Karen noticed something behind Alice. One of the employees had gotten their phone out and started recording everything that was happening. I mean, obviously someone would do that in this day and age, right? Mrs. Karen was furious and turned her anger onto the employee. She ran up to them and smacked their phones so hard it flew out of their hands and then proceeded to scream at them even louder than before. Ooh, that would be assault, ma'am. Alice immediately called security, who came to the bar almost immediately. Mrs. Karen had to be physically dragged out of the building by two very large security guards as she screamed every possible thing an entitled person could say. As you'd expect from a situation like this, an incident report had to be filed, and since Mrs. Karen was a member of the resort, her and Mr. Kevin's membership was temporarily suspended pending investigation. Security even had to print posters with Mrs. Karen's face on it, saying to keep under watch and under no circumstances serve her or even her husband until further notice. And then it got worse. Chapter 3 Mr. Kevin threatens the general manager and loses his membership permanently. The time frame between Mrs. Karen's freakout and this wasn't ever told to me, but I remember it happened so soon after that the original posters with Mrs. Karen on them hadn't even been taken down yet. Needless to say, Mr. Kevin, who was the primary holder of the family's membership, was furious about what had happened. But what did you think he'd do? Did he try to reach out calmly and apologize? Did he wait a little for the dust to settle before repairing things? <laughs> Did you even read the chapter's title? Most employees actually know where most of the manager's offices are and how to find them. While this was never taught to me when I was first trained, I believe it's probably just a cautionary thing. One of the major managers, our resort's general director, had his office located in the main building and, as you'd guess, has power over various departments. As you'd expect, his name is everywhere, including major emails the members would get about newsletters and things like that. Everyone knew this man, knew his face, knew his position, and knew what he did. On that fateful day, Mr. Kevin arrives at the resort and immediately started asking employees where he could find the general director. Some naive fool who probably had no idea of anything going on gave him the answer and told him where he could find the general director. Honestly, no idea why this employee gave the answer so willingly, but maybe I'll never know. But Mr. Kevin charged to the office. 
Mr. GD was quietly sitting at his desk in his office when Mr. Kevin threw open the doors and, without hesitating, unloaded all of his fury upon the man. Mr. GD, a man who I'd never seen angry or raise his voice, immediately told Mr. Kevin that he shouldn't be yelling at him and that he'll get security involved. But say it with me, Mr. Karen didn't stop. He instead kept insisting his membership be reinstated, that his wife be let back onto the resort, that this was all ridiculous, and that he spends thousands on us, and that we should apologize. After all, it wasn't his fault. But Mr. GD wasn't amused. Of course, he was aware of the situation with Mr. Kevin's family and membership status, but his hands were tied, and what Mr. Kevin was doing at that moment wasn't exactly going to help him. I mean, would you help a man who just barged into your office unannounced and started screaming at you almost immediately? Just like with his wife, security was called and Mr. Kevin was dragged out of the office and thrown off property. I even think police got involved, but I can't remember for sure. What I do remember is this being the final straw for Mr. Kevin and his family, and courtesy of Mr. General Director, Mr. Kevin's entire family not only had their membership terminated, but were even banned from the property. Well, what would you expect to happen? Play with fire? Prepare to get burned, right? Chapter 4 Epilogue I remember first learning about this story when I saw the posters for myself. Imagine a piece of paper with a family picture of Mr. Kevin and Mrs. Karen hung on the wall of security's office with these fine words written. Mr. Kevin and Mrs. Karen's membership has been suspended, terminated due to their poor treatment of staff and guests on our property. If you see these two anywhere on property or at sports bar, do not serve them and immediately call security. Thank you. That poster stayed on that wall for almost two months. I'd often talk to some of the officers at security. I would visit them a lot before I started work for the day during the summer, and they never saw or heard from them again. As my coworker finished the story, she laughed loudly and said, Those nutcases had it coming. Good riddance. As far as I know, none of them were ever heard from again. I agree. Don't be an entitled jerk. The end. Like mother, like daughter, like also father, I guess. Just one big, happy, entitled family. Too bad they're gonna have to spend their days at, God forbid, a public facility or something. At least they might be able to get away with being entitled a little bit longer in those places. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.